Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. I'm Madeline Matsey. And this is 90 Under 90. 90 movies. Under 90 minutes. But you passed, so it's good. You didn't you didn't screw yeah. up the opening. Right. So once you get past that, it's all smooth sailing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, today on our show, clocking in at 82 minutes, we're talking about 1999's Lake Placid, directed by Steve Miner. Miner? Damn near killed her. I just laugh at 82 minutes. 82 minutes, yeah. It feels longer than that, for sure. I paused it probably a dozen times. Really? This, yeah, for this viewing. I expected to watch half of this movie in one sitting and then go to bed and watch the other half the next morning. I watched the whole thing in one sitting. Wow. Oh, I did too, yeah. yeah. So one you sitting. loved it. I Well, I don't know if I'll go as far as say I loved it, but, uh, but I was surprised at the it. fact that I actually even liked it. Or have love for it. Yes. I think that's... More important. Yeah. Was this your first time seeing it? This was, yeah. I've never seen it. Oh, really? Both of the movies that we're talking about, although the audience doesn't know what the other one is, but (laughs) both of the movies that we're talking about today uh, with our our first time guest, Madeline. Welcome Welcome. to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, We, uh, yeah, both of these movies were her title, her (laughs) titles she chose, and I had never seen either of them, and uh, I was surprised at uh, my reaction to both of them, to be honest with you. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was surprised, uh, like I, in a good way. Yeah, all right. I, 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 like, Spoilers. Not, <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, well, we'll get to it when we talk okay. about the other movie. The other movie, I had v- radically different expectations mm. of what it was um, going into it, and then I was like, "Oh no, this isn't what I thought it was." No. But your experience no. um, with this what, movie, Madeline? I want to. Yeah, well, let's talk about yeah. the actual movie let's we're talking around. about now, well, Lake Placid. Lake Placid. I have seen. I remember seeing it when I was a kid in the '90s and absolutely loving it. Like yeah. I, I have a total sucker for disaster and monster movies so this i don't know if this is the movie that started it or just helped grow that love mm-hmm. and mean, it's got our man bill pullman in it, it so that you know that i love not, bill i mean not hurt really once i saw the movie on the list i was like well <laughs> i love bill I, my the, deep-rooted love for bill pullman will that's mm-hmm. true and the other thing i found again not to talk too much about the other movie but i was like of the two movies we're watching today the fact that bill pullman is in this one and not the other one given his general background <laughs> right it right. was uh, uh, surprising, but then I again once I realized what's what kind your of movie guys' it. history with Bill Pullman. Oh, Dan, <laughs> oh, I'm so glad, glad you asked. asked. Uh, Go ahead, I'll let you. I, I I fell in love with Bill Pullman a few years ago in a play that we did, Jeremy and I did together, <laughs> yes. uh, titled "Once Upon a Rom Com: The Bill Pullman Story." That's true. Um, it, yeah, we uh, it was is a, 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 a Jerry. Who'd you play, play in that show? I, I played Jeff Goldblum in that play. Who he was played. who was the narrator slash kind of like the fairy, fairy god, god. Yeah, the spirit, <laughs> the spirit guide, if you will. Yes, it's a, it was a really funny play. I got to see it twice. Uh, they were great in it. Directed by our buddy Neil, and it's just a weird little script from uh, Brian Work. Was yeah. it? Yes. Uh, co-starring. Uh, hopefully, future. I mean, hopefully, we'll have Neil on the show too. But yeah. Hopefully, uh, we'll also have Phil. But on um, somebody. Phil played Bill Pullman. It was, was a was weird kind of deconstruction, not just of Bill Pullman's career, but of the rom-com sort of. Yeah, the genre. Yes, it, just it a cool. send-up of all rom-coms mm-hmm. and movies in general as well. Mm-hmm. I liked it. And uh, yes, I played the stereotypical female 
lead of the rom-com mm-hmm. and it was an absolute blast yeah. it was a great great was a, summer a lot of fun a lot of fun doing <laughs> led me to show. you guys i was, I was the, the shortest today. jeff goldblum you'll ever see on a stage <laughs> um yeah jeff goldblum in actuality is i believe three feet taller yeah, than just, me. yeah just a bit taller <laughs> um but yeah no that's how uh madeline came into the fold and we started doing other shows together same thing with phil and neil and uh and katie too for that matter mm-hmm. that's how i met katie and uh and the our, show yeah. opened oh, it right. up that's how, it yes, really that's did true. Yeah, yeah, it opened up the the uh, the family, if you will. This movie, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is a rocking chair production. I did so. not know that because sometimes you just got to sit back in a rocking chair and discuss the tales <laughs> of uh, haunted, not haunted, but just you know, uh, lakes that that have that I, have uh, mysticism I around think them, if you will. One day I'm gonna assemble all the weirdest production company names and logos, yeah. and we're gonna put like a little picture collage on our like twitter page we're just gonna something. we're gonna make a movie where the first 20 minutes is just different logos of production <laughs> companies that are like really out there and weird a, a slanted windmill production yeah <laughs> um yeah steve minor he did halloween h2o which yeah. i think oh. is a, a good installment if you are into the halloween movies i am not but um that's that was the one with Jamie Lee, like originally she, when she came back. Now she's yes, back again. Yeah, she came yes, back with the Josh first Hartnett time. Josh Hartnett is her son. That's yes. right. And then okay. she came back yeah. a second Loved time. That one. And now a third time. So this this minor guy's kind of, you know, he's got some choices to make. He decides to pair up with the poor man's Aaron Sorkin, David E. Kelly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes the father of 90s. Uh, Ali McBeal and television, like, like the uh, smarmy, the lawyer dramas mm, of the '90s. Boston Legal, Boston Public, Ali McBeal, mm-hmm. uh, anything that took place in Boston. L.A. Law, I believe he was. I want to say Chicago Hope is in there too, I but think I, so. I, I might be wrong. And he's like, and I call him the uh, to put it to really diss him here. He's the poor man's <laughs> Aaron Sorkin. He like he thinks he's clever. He tries to write these like these little like, cute exchanges between man yes. and woman, where like the the dynamic is contentious oh. yet it's cute. Yeah. And but uh, they just are weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they come across just There's odd, a like stilted, the dialogue at sometimes. Strange movie. lines in this movie. A little bit. But the cool cast, you got the Pullman. Yeah. You got yes. Bridget Fonda, who's like a sort of 90s curio. Yeah. I really I w- looked it up and it's 90s mm-hmm. for her. Like it was her shining time. Yeah. Like where mm-hmm. did she go? Like that's what I, I my question is. Where does she go? Because she's actually kind of good in this movie. She's not yeah. like she's not great. But she does the character yeah. that she does. Like she's she played this, job. this you know, this defensive female character the, kind of before. The, you the, know? And, this, and David E. Kelly's script does not do her any favors. She's kind of like a nag throughout the movie to be to put it frank. There's some in the condition. She's like, I shouldn't be here. It's oh, there's mosquitoes everywhere. Ah, right. You know, she's like, the she's the neurotic mm-hmm. professional woman of the '90s that he seemed to write. It's hard yeah. to it's hard to make those people endearing with all those those quirks. Uh, but right, she's. I think she transcends that to her credit. Yeah, um, she's a strong female lead in a time where. <laughs> You know, there's before, not a lot of strong even female before leads. people were really saying we need more strong female leads. Like people right, weren't even right. considering strong. Female I was thinking leads. that mm-hmm. I was definitely. Uh, um, and she holds her own with a bunch of men. I mean, the, all the rest of the leads are men except for like the one female. Yeah, the one. That's it. Who's, Mariska who's Hart even more. Oh, yes, the cameo. Oh the, yeah, love the cameo by Mariska mm-hmm. Olivia Benson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Oliver Platt and uh, oh yeah Platt and uh, Brendan Gleeson who is totally American in this movie. <laughs> oh my god, the accent! That was the first 
to be fair, he doesn't say he's not. He he is American in the movie, so right. maybe he's just like from Ireland. But he Brendan, Brendan Gleeson has like an accent. It's kind of muddled well, in this. It's thing. like Ireland by way of the South somewhere, yeah. and Northern Maine. And yeah. that's the thing about Irish accents is like there's sometimes where just a regular straight up Irish accent will sound like they're trying to do an American yes. accent. Like, <laughs> oh, sorry. that's all right. Um, yeah, no, but like to get back to. Bridget Fonda for one moment it's like there's two things happening in this movie there's like there's funny shit happening Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. intentionally funny Mm -hmm. and then there's stuff where you're like are they making a joke of this without calling it like there's the obvious like to jump ahead like I keep getting hit with heads or whatever like yeah that's that's funny where she keeps right yeah then there's like she gets thrown out of like five vehicles in this movie and I don't know that they were like (laughs) I don't know if that was supposed to be a joke or not but it made me laugh by the time the third one happened I'm like all right right. come on now how many times is she gonna bounce out of a vehicle (laughs) I didn't honestly notice how many vehicles she bumped out of she's bouncing out of trucks out of like jet skis sorry I keep taking this cable up here we're having some technical problems um but we also have Betty White in this, and this is like kind of before the White Assance. Yeah, truly. Yeah, the Betty Assance. It's if you probably yeah. like for me the reason to watch the movie. Yeah, because she's delightful. She absolutely <laughs> is in this movie. I uh, watched this. My history is I was in whenever this came out on like uh, video on demand at a hotel room. That's when I saw this. Movie. Oh yeah, so I was like, interesting. Probably a you year know, after. When you're young and you they have the hotel sleepover parties because they don't want to do it at their house yes. for yeah. whatever reason. Yes, the best I had one of those. Indoor pools. Yeah, yeah. It's the smartest thing. We in the had world. one of those. Yeah. And um, I had a few of them because I have a December birthday, so it gives you something to March. do in the winter. Yeah. yeah. And I went to one at like a Holiday Inn, and we rented mm-hmm. that. And I really want. I remember I really wanted to watch Mission Impossible Two, which is not a very good movie either. But I, I thought even then this movie's really dumb and really silly. And uh, I guess I think I think maybe that is what Kelly's going for tonally with the the script here. Just dumb, kind of silly. Don't take it too serious. It's, you know. I mean, we haven't gone full Sharknado in culture yet to where like yeah. this no. whole movie would be way more exaggerated mm-hmm. and like way more intentionally right. B movie. Mm-hmm. But this one does it. It. it rides that line that a lot of uh, late 90s and early 2000s horror movies do where like I'd see the trailer on TV I'm like is it a comedy or is it a horror movie I can't tell like eight-legged freaks yeah like what is it supposed to be you know Mm -hmm. like is it is it is it this or is it this or is it both but like what are you trying to market it as that was it was always confusing there's a lot of them like that right Mm -hmm. it it like kind of like a a precursor to Piranha 3D. Right. If you remember that? Movie. Yeah. I mean, that went way more comedy, but still had those same kind of moments. Mm-hmm. And that's really, I kept thinking like, oh, well, that movie wouldn't exist without a movie like this. And this right. is, what year is this? 90? 99. 99. 99. And then you get your Piranha like 10 years later, and then you get like around that time also snakes on the plane snakes on a oh, plane yeah. yeah we're i don't know is it just going to get silly or is are we going to go back to more i don't know what the trends are but uh movies like this where that this walking that razor edge might yeah. not exist anymore except just on tv like the sci-fi network right. or something yeah or like tnt this is right. a total tnt movie you're gonna so. see this on a sunday afternoon at <laughs> yes. two o'clock on a rainy afternoon like oh shit right. lake placid's on so you want to get into it? Yeah, well, we All haven't right. actually started the movie yet. Uh, s- sweeping copter shot. The opening the- credits feel straight out of a Tim Burton movie. Like oh. I, I, I'm yeah. watching this, I'm like, you got this extended swooping credit scene, <laughs> and there's orchestral music playing here. Like, yeah, we're going for we're like, on the we're over the titular lake, Lake Placid, which is not actually called Lake Placid, no. is it? No, no it's not. Very head scratchingly confusing about this movie. Also, it's just a throwaway line. Yeah, but yeah. Be like it's it, about 17 minutes in that they discuss it. I wrote it down because they say that <laughs> the title. Of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. I they say, oh, no, it's called Black Lake. <laughs> I, 
I look out for the title as well when I watch. <laughs> if, if they don't say it, I'm a little disappointed right, in right. this podcast because it's like a segment on this like show. Here on Lake Placid. Uh, we, we specifically say that Lake Placid was taken. So, like, why is the movie right. called Lake oh, Placid? Oh, is that your Brendan Gleeson? I was wondering who you were it's, doing. No, I wasn't. I was it, just doing it. It could have been. You know, it was almost called Lake Placid. By the it's way, I'm American. <laughs> and so is my son, Domino Gleeson. <laughs> Um, Absolutely American. I'm going to eat this Twinkie to prove it. <laughs> He's sitting it's on true. a dinghy with like a, a cop, like a local nature preserve yes he's tagging beavers and his thing man brendan gleason he doesn't like sarcasm no No. he's not he doesn't like any version of sarcasm Mm. in the many sarcastic comments in the many flavors that sarcasm comes he hates them all yes and he has this line it's very strange we don't need to dissect it too much but he says everyone's a comedian sarcastic like he's calling him sarcastic it's like everyone's a comedian comma sarcastic oh it's like oh so you're you're one of those Uh, asshole sarcastics Everyone's yes. a comedian, sarcastic. It's just yeah. kind of sarcastic. It's just weird, but he's it's like uh, a title. They're <laughs> yeah. out like visiting uh, on the lake, and um, before that, we went underneath in the depths, like during the credits. So something's under there, mm-hmm. and uh, the cop is about to take a deep dive under there to investigate something. Do we know exactly what he was it is? like? I think he was. I, I don't know if he was fishing game or what, but he was looking at the like. Um, like a beaver dance, like that was under the water. So he was going to in- investigate underneath. And he's like, I'm used to one word, sarcastic answers. And then he gives him one. He's like, ah, figures. And then he eats a Twinkie. And then the scuba and he diver. He listens to the Partridge family while he's, <laughs> yeah, while he's eating a Twinkie on the lake. Yeah. I know I like to sit back in a rocking chair and I just listen to, you, listen to that. So afraid of? Eat snack cakes. Um, and the scuba diver goes down and there's like a scary turtle shot, like a fake out jump scare with a turtle Classic. that yeah. comes out. And is this like, is this a thing in nature where you get a completely dry nest beneath water? Well, this is what happens. You know, I didn't investigate that. You but can, now like, I am curious. No, I mean, it is possible for there to be like, how do you get it? Caverns of air. Like inside of like, it's like that boat bit in pi- the first pirates. That's exactly what I was just thinking where of. Where they That's go exactly under. right. Yeah, it's weird, but no, like the physics of it actually. Makes I think sense that myth it. has been busted by Adam and Jamie as well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just saying, he goes into this nest. Well, and, yeah, uh, you can't really uh, flip over a boat and put it in the water <laughs> and expect to breathe. That's we got to put a boat in the water and see if we can breathe. You know yeah. what, Adam? You just shut the fuck up for a minute. Just well, yeah. shut up. Yeah, let's see. He, Jamie almost sounds sarcastic sometimes. Where like, Adam will be like, I got a great idea of something yeah. we should do. He yeah. goes like, yeah, go ahead, try it. <laughs> like, that's what he's, he's challenging like. him. Yeah. With right. his, well, he just looks like he's like the original hipster, Jamie, with his beret yeah. and his big stat, his walrus stash. <laughs> so he has that sardonic attitude. So Gleason, he pulls up half the... He, okay, so... There's like something going on underneath the water. Gleason's eating his Twinkie, being American, and right. uh, he pulls up the scuba man's body. Yeah. But when he pulls it up, it's it's not a full body. No. It's it's half a body. Yeah. He gets from the it's fifty percent waist down. All gone. of it's gone. Yeah. Disappeared. It's, it's a torso with some limbs. There's in some it. sinewy yeah. sinew there's hanging. Some, there's some. Um, some dangles, if you will. Yeah, I've said if you will like seven times <laughs> like, this episode. I don't know who why. Are you, Kevin Smith. I don't it's not like <laughs> overly gory. It's like just enough where you're like, oh, it's, that's gross. It's just enough mm. to where 
my immediate thought is, oh God, tell me this torso is going to talk to him in the boat I for a know. few minutes. Like, tell me, I like, I really wanted to just be like, oh, I'm not going to make it. Right. <laughs> like, I was like, yes, that's the tone of this movie. There, that was, meant- a, there was a moment there where there it could have happened. You're going to be just fine. You're going to be all right. You're going to walk <laughs> it off. Yeah, like uh, no, yeah, we need it. I wanted a little bit more wacky, but I guess that's it's yeah, too ahead of its time right. to be that wacky in, in '99. I think you're right. And we cut to Bridget Fonda, who yeah. gets who's in her office. She's uh she's a real Ross Geller. She's a paleontologist. Yeah, yes, like she's like Jurassic Parky Ross Geller, like '90s, but she acts like Jen Aniston on Friends. Yes, you're right. <laughs> she's very much. I just got into Friends. I'm really late to the game. Wow, really late, but I just got into it like here's, a month ago. Here's a wow for you. I've literally never watched Friends before. It's like it's just it's inoffensive. Well, some of it's offensive <laughs> now, but it's right. It's just fun. No, so like, he's a paleontologist. That's his character. Yeah, Ross. Yes. He's obsessed with dinosaurs. I just thought he was neurotic and weird. And so he is. He goes into. But he also he's also a paleontologist. <laughs> but this guy, he looks more like Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. This guy, and uh, apparently he goes. He gets pulled away. Uh, so that he can dump her. Like yeah. I guess they're colleagues, but they're also got a thing going on in the office. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, he breaks it off, and now she's pissed, right? Yeah. And then she's like Lamaze breathing in her office, and her friend yes. comes in to like comfort her, and she reminds her how to Mariska breathe. Mariska Hargitay. Yeah. It's like remember, Bridget, this is how you breathe, and yeah. she's like forgot. Dun dun. She, she gives the <laughs> she gives the bad news to her Mar- Mariska. Yeah. Um, this is the only scene we see her. This is the only time yeah. she's in the movie. Is this tiny scene? I get flashes it's almost of like the Love Guru, an episode yeah, we did. Blink and you miss like, the fact that Mariska Hargitay is even in this movie. Um, very cute though. Very very hot. <laughs> this is like this is <laughs> looking good. Yeah, this is looking good. Hargitay. Her, her breakout role. <laughs> But Mariska <laughs> breakout role. Her her friend is sleep that she's sleeping with Dustin Hoffman, Ross Geller. Yeah, that's the twist. I can't think Dustin of his name. Geller. It escapes me. The actor. I know oh. he's a David E. Kelly like staple yeah. guy. He's in one of those and law also, shows. He's also a minor in the stable as well because he's in H two O as uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's beau. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so she, the bad news, yeah, break up. It's really sad. Now her friend betrayed her and she just says the heart wants what the heart wants. And you expect Fonda to say something quippy, but nothing. She just kind of gives her a look and then it cuts and we cut to Bill Pullman getting yes. out of a Jeep to meet, uh, uh, Brendan Gleeson. Bill Pullman with an air of far more masculine energy than he actually gives off we, yes i wrote that he's the gruff but sexy fishing game officer yeah we right could, we started doing our pullman impression halfway through he like he's got like a slow yes. raspy mm-hmm. voice something like this guy. yeah yes. how are we gonna lure him i'm jack <laughs> wells yeah. what a what a like 90s movie like i'm a strong guy named yeah jack, jack wells, wells. <laughs> and what's her name well uh, her name is kelly scott kelly scott yes. okay again a perfect 90s <laughs> female movie For, name i never get names on this i know show, honestly really. most of the time i just write down the bridget fonda and, so bridget fonda is, is is talking to dustin geller uh, <laughs> <laughs> He goes, I need you to look at this tooth. And she goes, I don't want it. Well, that's a little bit later. But we cut to Bill Pullman getting out of a Jeep to meet Brendan Gleeson. And he says, ah, the whole sentence was sarcastic. When he has right. an exchange mm-hmm. with him. 
And then we cut to Dustin Hoffman. I don't know what to make of that level of sarcasm. <laughs> That's like a whole other sarcastic game you're playing. I have to sit down and calculate this so I know exactly how They're much They're like, sarcasm. is it a bear in the water? And he's like, no bear could have done that. Uh, no bear could have gotten the water. That's it. I don't know bear could have uh, done that. It, by the end, it got to the, swim. the bo- our impression got to be the boss from Monsters, Inc. Wazowski. <laughs> I'm going to need those reports. Um... So they find a fragment of a tooth, and they're in Maine, and yeah. they think it's probably a bear, or that's what, at least what Ross uh, Hoffman is saying to <laughs> yeah. Fonda. And uh, he asks her, I need you to go look at the tooth. And she's like, I don't want to go. Why, why would you send me a paleontologist just to go look at a tooth in Maine? It's like, look, I'm going to call out the premise do. of this whole movie in the beginning so that <laughs> yeah. nobody else can bitch about it later. Mm. So she's tasked like pretty immediately to go, because it's a tight movie. Yeah, it is. She goes on a helicopter. And she's just kind of, I read, she's just kind of mean to the pilot. She's like, don't talk to me. She's kind of like, like, I don't want any man to talk to me. Yeah. She's like. She's done. Yes. She's anti-man at this point. She's in a bad spot right now. She's about to be thrown into a whole mess of them. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, she's going to, I think you have a feeling she's going to come out the other side uh, feeling better about herself. And and, empowered. Yeah. 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 Just a hunch. So she shows up. At the corner to look at uh, the body and tooth and Gleason's there. He's like, I don't know if you want to look at that. And the corner's really dramatic about presenting it. Like, like, do you remember? <laughs> he pulls off the curtain like a magician would. Yeah. And um, like he's trying to p- leave the glasses on the table at the same time. I'm not totally <laughs> sure on the timeline of this either because I feel like they say it's like been a couple of weeks mm-hmm. or they say at one point like it seems like it's been too long that the body is still like laid out in the yeah, coroner's office maybe like We've it's been, been a little for, long it's been about 36 days it's really <laughs> smelly in here uh i'm american at the lake gleason asks why the museum would send her and she gets all defensive it's just a lot she gets nothing but pushback from all the dudes in this movie so yeah. i can understand why she's on edge and uh, wants to push back. She gets defensive, pulls out the big can of bug spray, sprays around, you know. Yes, she hates bugs. bugs. We know that. That's something that was probably in her character bio. Right. She hates bugs. She she hates anything that doesn't exist in New York right now. Like, we get it. She hates the outdoors. She's she's um, a fish out of water. She needs a couple of... She's a fish um, on land is what she Right. She needs a couple of white high heels and a white, like, Jurassic World outfit. Exactly. Yeah. And um, that stupid ass haircut that she had in that first movie. Damn, Jer. I just hate pretty that harsh. haircut. That, that fucking, like, the mom from the Santa Claus, that Bob The haircut. Uma Thurman? I hate that. Mm. She also has a terrible haircut. I was watching Spider-Man 3, and she's in that. I was like, oh, there's yeah. Spider-Man yeah. Howard. Oh. Terrible hair in that, too. She's mm. like 90% bangs in that movie. Yeah, who has, yeah, Like, her bangs start at the back of the head, seriously. and it's just swooped down. Who has worse hair in Spider-Man 3, Elizabeth Banks or Bryce Dallas Howard? Well, Elizabeth Banks is, I uh, think, Toby Maguire. clearly wearing <laughs> Yeah, great uh, answer. Emo Toby Maguire. Yes. That's it. <laughs> All right, so she meets Jack Wells, mm-hmm. aka Bill Pullman, uh, and he said, and Brendan Gleeson, like, he sets her up, he's like, she's rude, sarcastic. You two should get along just fine. If anyone, so if anyone is tracking the sarcasm in this movie, we've got a rude one, we've got an asshole one, we've got a full sentence one, the comedian one, and they've got the American one. Me, I'm the American one. If you didn't know that already, and Pullman and her don't. Hit it off naturally, right off the bat. She's like, "What are you doing?" Here? Well, he's got he's standing around with his hands on his hips, all like, mm-hmm. oh, "I'm in charge here," and she's and all like, "I don't like when men are in charge because I don't like men." Ecological survey, and she goes paleontology, and then they butt heads. Yeah, 
And then he, you, she says, if you call me ma'am one more time, I'll sue you. And that's possible with today's laws. Yeah, and so. I'm like, joke? Not joke? Is it? What are you? Are you make? Is it commentary? I think that's just right. David E. Kelly being cynical because he knows so much about the law. He's like, I gotta throw in You're a right. cynical You're law right. fact that's, here. He called up Aaron Sorkin. He was like, Aaron, I need a sassy line. And then Aaron gave it, him that throwaway line of his. It's and this <laughs> this scene in particular. We were talking about clunky dialogue. That this scene stands out to me when they first meet because it's mm. just like. I know they want it to be like, will they, won't they? Mm. This love hate start to this relationship, and it just like it just peters along. It's yeah. really not. It's really not the fireworks they were well, looking for. The problem mm. is that Bill Pullman, as much as I love him, it, like does not have the charisma to like l- like lend anything to any kind is of the romantic script, feelings, or is that no. him? I don't know if there's enough I lines think, or moments for I, him. No, I, I also true. feel like it's in his performance. There could be more. Um, more unspoken Salacious. right like you they know. just couldn't find exchanges. it yeah you know, and maybe he's just like, like I don't like this Bridget chick. She's fucking <laughs> yeah. annoying. Man. I don't like her. I wish I was. I wish she would leave quietly in the night. <laughs> and um. they're like, "What are you doing here from the museum?" And she's like, "Is everyone in Maine anti-museum?" Yeah, she's. Uh... <laughs> so I don't know if there's like this general like feeling from her that Maine is trashy. Mm. It's also like how fuck is which it is not- weird. I didn't know Maine that. Is a lovely place. I thought it seemed like a nice, <laughs> beautiful place, and the whole time she's like, "Oh, oh. these." These hicks in Maine. <laughs> it's also like <laughs> Wait, she's what? going from New York to Maine. It's not like it's a I know. across the country. Not by coast north. Mm-mm. No, a little bit. They're you your neighbors. Right. Not even that much. Right. <laughs> but she storms off knowing that this whole expedition is going to be an uphill battle. And a girl asks her about a monster. And uh, so we get kind of an allusion to something in the water. If we that, didn't already figure that out from the opening credits or from the guy who got caught, bit in half. This is already With like the tooth. Yeah. how long they found the tooth. Uh, did we talk about the, the name of the lake yet? Yeah. No, that's Are we coming. S- okay. That's coming, I think, right next. Because it's a pretty tight movie, but I still have issues with... I know it's a budgetary thing because it's a CG croc, but we do not get nearly enough uh, fucking... Croc? Yeah. No, no. he jawses his way through this I whole movie. I looked. Yeah. It's like... It's like Three and a half minutes of screen time, it's, I think. It's like Batman in the Dark Knight Rises. It's not a, the <laughs> ratio is not enough for me. Um, well, it wasn't called Lake Crocodile, so you know, like it's not like Crocodile was in the. Title. You know, it wasn't even supposed to, to be called Lake suspense. Placid either. So That's I don't know true. what it's supposed to be called. But, but no, like, okay. So like, what is it then about this movie versus Jaws that makes Jaws effective? Because well, they, be be they do, they do the same the thing. Music. I haven't seen Jaws all the way through. <laughs> I got it's, sick. it's sim. It is similar. Like I was mm-hmm. kind of thinking, like they were trying to emulate that feeling, but I just maybe the, it's really the music in Jaws that builds the and eerie maybe, suspense better. Maybe it's also like twenty five years of people being like, oh yeah, well we don't have the budget to show the monster, so right. let's do the Jaws thing. So like maybe people are just immune to that whole. I think I think you guys are right. I think it's like hubris. They're like we'll pull a Spielberg, but the difference is Spielberg made Jaws, and it right. wasn't written by David E. Kelly. Yeah. That's very. And true. the other thing that like everyone seems to forget is like Jaws was done that way completely out of necessity whereas like if you got a CG yeah. monster you can kind of like you clearly have a budget to play with even if it is restricted it's not like we got a robot that has to if it's not working right. we can't shoot the robot today. Right. It's also like like the thing about Jaws that for the audience I think you're you're like, oh, I go to the beach all the time. Like, that could be yeah. me. Yeah, that could happen true. to me. I'm not going to end up on some weird lake in the middle of nowhere. Like, <laughs> Hanging out with Betty White. Right? Like, it's not like this is 
he's at like the monster is attacking innocent mm. people everywhere. It's right. people True. going in the lake. That's a good point. I would have liked to see a higher body count with more yep. innocence, like mm-hmm. just farting around on the lake fishing or something. Right. Yeah. yeah, but it's such a private lake. There's only like the one resident. So who gives on a the shit? Lake. So yeah, like, right, exactly. <laughs> so they take a so boat. Why does any of this matter? <laughs> it does. Why do we care? Why do we care? It really? Do- we just learned that before they even talk about the title of the movie. Seventeen minutes in, so they take the boat out on the lake to meet a Betty White and. uh her husband died, and he goes. And and Gleason it makes no qualms about it. Was he swallowed? <laughs> like right out of the bed? <laughs> yeah. I Did a giant monster bite your husband in half? She says, "I'll see your fucked up shit, and I'll raise you." And she says, "No, I killed him." And she like innocently tells him that. And they're like, they give her a double take, but they don't even like. Should we maybe? Is there? There's no statute of limitations. Yeah, you know, nobody, we should yeah, probably. Yeah, nobody's worried. She flat out says it, and, and with kind of a bit of a like light, sarcastic air of mm-hmm. like, "Well, I killed him." Yeah, and, and yeah. you're like, "But wait, you're very casual about when that." Guys... No one's gonna pursue this further. Let's no. pause for a moment. For here. a guy, I guess for a guy who's an expert on sarcasm, he must have processed that as sarcasm. I guess he caught yeah. that. But when I watched it, I thought, "Oh, she's sh- disturbing sarcasm." She's. Be- <laughs> She's being uh, sincere. When you guys watch it, do you th- do you get the impression she was joke? I didn't. No, I I took it as sincere as like, oh, she's playing creepy in this movie. I've yeah. never right. seen Betty White play creepy, yeah. so that's interesting. But no, she's not even all that creepy. I kind of thought she was just trying to give it back to him. Mm. With it, it seemed humorous to me just because I thought it seemed so ridiculous. Yeah, it says she says that he was very ill and he a- kept asking, and then eventually she hit him on the head with a skillet and buried him. <laughs> And she says, dig him up if you don't believe me, Sherlock. She like <laughs> no one digs challenges. him up. She has the biggest balls of like any like want possible wanted criminal I've yeah. ever seen in a movie. I think Betty White's always been old. <laughs> yeah. Like this movie is what, twenty years old? Yeah. And she was old then. Yeah. And she's and way she's older now. Old. We now. Yeah. we went we went to go see Toy Story Four and we saw that Downton Abbey uh trailer mm-hmm. before. But like Maggie Smith has been fucking old forever as well. Like True, she's Hook, an older she lady who's always been old. Yeah. yeah, but like she was playing way older in Hook than was she actually she? was. I, I just think. it just uh, processed my brain that that was the reality. But, and, that, and that's also just generationally speaking we look at age differently like because on golden <laughs> girls she was what like in her 50s and that was like oh she's yeah. an old lady now at this point right, like, right. they tricked us guys yeah. they fucking tricked us and now 50 is like super young yeah yeah see they knew ahead of time there's no roles for women in their 50s we have to go old <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 Betty White was just seeing ahead of the. She was just like, I know how to rise above this. I wish what's her name was in this. Uh, the Arthur? No, the other one from Rue McClanahan. No, the other one. Estelle Getty. Yeah, from uh, uh, Mannequin. I wish she was in this, making salacious comments. Oh yeah, yeah. I knew a guy once. He was a crock, a real crock of shit. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, that's she's good. Was and like, saucy. Then it would just be like, well, she's clearly lying about killing her husband. <laughs> she's just being a bitch. Okay, like just forget this old lady is not. Uh, don't listen to her. There we go. And then this is when we get the, yeah, where Brendan Gleeson gives like a little exposition about the name of the lake. Yeah, they're like, the, the water's so still. Why is it so still? Oh, it's, it, he's, uh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to steamroll <laughs> the guest. No, he says that they were going to call it Lake Placid, but someone already took it. Like, so, yeah, what is the why joke call here? The name what, what are we missing? Lake Placid is a place. Is it? I believe Lake where? Placid's a real place. Right. In New, I think it's in New York. I, um, I feel like it's in New York. I think like, I should have looked that up. Damn. If I had to guess, I would say it's some kind of fucking bullshit thematic thing that uh, David E. Kelly's trying to, and he just didn't do it well. Yeah. Well, whatever he's doing, he's and the not theme doing being it's well. like where things aren't what they what they're supposed to be. Or so, I don't know. Like I Lake, can't even glean any meaning from it. Lake Placid is a village near the lake of the same name in New York. New York. Um, mm-hmm. 
in uh, it, it, it's Upstate. known as Winter Olympics venue and a hub for snow sports. That's right. That's I, why I remember it. So yeah. then, yeah, well, like, why the fuck do they even bother? Go, like to be cute, naming uh, it, not naming it Lake Placid. That's, I don't know. Like, why does the name of the movie exist if the lake isn't actually? called that like could it's they not Black get Lake. the rights from the village like to use the name guys like, you can tweet us you can send me a letter yeah because dan's not on twitter snail anymore, mail so you can send dan a, a letter through the mail uh and, and if i'll you read an answer, it we'll we'll read it we'll, and we'll talk about it at 90 under 90 we'll or uh dan is three three no <laughs> uh so fonda hears that some tents are happening on this lake and she is guess what not into it no, at all. She ain't into that. She's shit. tense. No. With no hotel room. No, 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 no air conditioning. And what my amenities? What shampoo, conditioner, bars of soap, little toothpaste. And they said no, none nope. of those things. She said shower cap. No. And <laughs> and they they set up a little camp. Gideon's but, Bible. But while she's asking this, they say, "Oh no, we forgot to bring the san- feminine sanitary napkins." Yeah. Ugh. So they make a period joke. Ugh. Really strongly, yeah. right Sorry. there. So Ugh. you know, if it's your time of the month, yeah. you're on your own. Ugh. Hey guys, you know what's hilarious? Men who don't understand how menstrual cycles work. Always. Always funny. a knee slapper. Always. Good. <laughs> really funny. They. Yeah, because she might bleed on yeah, the boat. Might be on her period. <laughs> So they find God a moose head, <laughs> and uh, she slaps Gleason for throwing it at her. Yeah. She gives him a good slap, too. I wonder how many takes that took. I mean, but why do they pull the moose head all the way out of the water and throw it in the boat? <laughs> why? Good you question. see it's a moose head as you start to lift it. i got to get a good it. look at the neck and the antlers. Right? It all could right. be a reindeer. Hold on. We might, <laughs> let's find out. I don't think I would have lifted it quite so high. So I don't uh, know if you can lift it. So right? Like, uh, uh, with the antlers on there, that's got to be heavy. And uh, at camp, Fonda gets to her tent, and she uh, she asks the only other woman, really, besides Mariska Hargitay, who got the fuck out of this movie. Yeah, yeah Natty Gann, from The Adventures of Natty Gann. Do you remember that movie? No. 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 It's this? an old movie about, like, she's like this adventurer girl. I can't remember the details, but I, whenever I see this actress, <laughs> she's uh, Meredith. I don't know how you say her last name, but she's also, she's married to... Um, Oh, comedian. <laughs> I can't think of his name and it's going to drive me nuts. I'll think of it. Keep going. You're yeah. the expert on this. <laughs> some research on our supporting cast. It's, a, it's an old movie from like the 90s that I watched when I was a kid. Okay. So that's all I'm going to look it up. What's her name? Natty? No, her name is Meredith. The actress is Natty Gann. Is the Avengers of Natty Gann is the movie. So I'm going to call her Natty Gann. Yeah, so, she, so Fonda asked Natty Gann, what's it like to be a woman in Maine? And so the, you know, the guy's like all horny like in Deliverance. Right and, uh, again, because somehow Maine is very trashy. It's that is there's no that going on here. It's like affluent like vacation homes, and she asks another cop, and then there's like more bickering between Pullman and Fonda, and he asks, "Why are you even here?" And she goes, "I don't know, cause of, cause it's a movie." And Oliver Platt this is when we cue like the Ian Malcolm of the movie. The, the yeah. rock star. Again, like, this is... The this coolest that Oliver Platt has ever or will ever be. I think Truly. Right. Yeah. But as much as, like, the paleontologist from the Natural History Museum in New York makes no sense coming up here, this character makes even less sense. This guy is, Yeah, like, surfer Indiana Jones, basically. He's a mythology professor? Yeah, they wanted to make him, like, really... And they even comment on this, I think. Don't they say, like, uh, if you make enough money, they'll just call you eccentric instead of weird, like yeah. a total wacko. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he's getting better and better. <laughs> Thanks. I, I practice. <laughs> and uh, Oliver Platt shows up, and yeah, he's like, he tr- apparently, like, 
here's the thing about his character. Half of his lines, he talks, he, it's exposition about himself and all of his travels and how great he is and how he's just, he, he stared into the eyes of Crocs. And like mm-hmm. the other half is Fonda, like half her lines are telling the other characters while he's over like doing his thing. You know, the thing about Oliver Platt is yeah. he's like, he's gone to this place and this place and he's stared into the eyes of crocodiles. I feel bad that she has to share her fucking exposition with this, uh, this loser here. Yeah. Because I don't like him in this. He's cocky. He's got like, and he doesn't really quite redeem himself by the end. No. Spoilers. That's that's true, actually. Yeah, but he's like, he's, I don't know. There's still something kind of cool about Oliver Platt. Just, just, the just because he injects some personality. Like into the this. bottom line is, if you like Oliver Platt, yeah. you'll yeah. enjoy this enough. But that's, the character it, is odd. Yeah. yeah, it is what it is. He's he's yeah. He's just kind of a pig. So who like has a lot of money and they like I don't really know he, how he becomes a croc expert. They just say he. Yeah. Reveres them and dives with them, and considers them like godlike. And, yes, uh, and he has and the mythology, and all of this is basically to give us one piece of information about how they can't see well in the water. That's like the only reason that he needs to be a croc expert right. is for this one piece of information that he actually delivers. Other than that, it's just to put him in this lake. And mm. when he shows up, that's when they're like, "Oh, he thinks we have a crocodile." Yeah. That's why he's here because he thinks it's a croc in the water, and they haven't really—I don't think—to this point said, "Oh, it's a crocodile." No, They've we said, don't know what we it is. We don't know what it is. There's something in the water that has it's a weird a bear. tooth. They still think it's a bear. Half the movie is—is is it a crocodile? And we know it's a crocodile. So come on, guys. The poster shows us <laughs> that it's a, a crocodile. crocodile. Yeah. So. To be fair, if you don't look at the poster, though, you don't really know that it's a crocodile up until this point. You can assume, I guess, it's something under yeah. the water. Is it Lake? Is it the Loch Ness monster? But that would have been a better movie. The Loch Placid monster. <laughs> They're on my native land. Well, close to my native land, right across the pond. So, there's the th- here's my issue with Platt. And he like, later on he does admit that he's fat, but in the first he, he's like he keeps calling Brendan Gleeson fat. And bro, Oliver Platt, yes. look in the fucking mirror, bro. Yeah. Like, I did not get that at all. You lost some weight for this role, and good for you. Like, but you're still kind of you're, you're like the same size. Yeah, you're basically the same size. Your head is at least the same yeah. size. Like your face Truth. has been that fat. Very and true. Will always remain that fat, no matter how much weight you gain or lose. It's always going to be that size head. He comes out and he's like he gives his spiel, and like there's some pushback, and he goes, "Why did the big one?" Have Heckle me afterwards yeah. in regards. And so they go out on the lake, and uh, Hector is his name, by the way, Oliver Platt. And he's got his equipment out, and it's like this old kind of archaic computer, like sonar, like mm-hmm. greeny kind of. And for some reason, they go out in two tiny canoes. Yeah. yeah. The four leads <laughs> are in two tiny canoes. They never really explain, fine. like, they're not trying to make a lot of sound or whatever. I'm sure that's why. Mm. But there's no one else around, there's no other backup. It's the four leads in two tiny little mm. canoes. And it's a, this was like this line here. Platt says uh, to everybody else, he's like, hey, did she tell you that we had sex? Like about regarding Jane, uh, Bridget Fonda. And if this was it's like, yeah, that's the piece Jane of information Fonda. that you got to share um, about. Oh, he's a crocodile expert. We had sex. If and she's like, no, we didn't have sex. So I have no idea. Did they or didn't they? I don't know. But that's just where I hope leave not. that. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> that's it. it. That's it. So Thanks, David E. Kelly, for solving that puzzle for us. <laughs> he calls uh, Brendan Gleeson fat again. And then the boat gets flipped. And, then and that's Fonda the first time she gets thrown out, or is it the second time? Because I think she got thrown out of a Jeep at some point, too. <laughs> Did she? Fonda falls in, and, like, nothing happens. No. Nothing no, happens. they just kind of, like, it's just like, oh, it's not something, you know, get your legs out of the water. Everyone Tension. get out of the water. Uh-oh, it's building. It's a f- right. real tease. We're thinking about bringing the croc in. We're not sure yet. And they find, they, they leave, right? And then they find a toe, like, once they're on foot again. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like a series of uh, the sequence of them looking. And it, it, they're like, it's confirmed. We found a toe. It's a crocodile. It's confirmed based on the injuries. 
So Gleason, based on this toe, it's got to be a crocodile. Gleason sees two cops are uh, digging a trap just outside Hector's party tent. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he like he goes and he hears like there's a party going on in the tent. He walks in and like and Platt's like mid compliment on like uh, 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 Natty's, Natty's boobs. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. He's, a lot like, of boob he, he's like, he's just big, wonderful boobs. He's like, can she stay? We were hoping to mate. Like, yeah. He's so weird. It's so weird. And um, and he and Gleason like take a drink at this point every time throughout the movie when he calls him a mental. Yeah, I think yeah. you are a mental. A mental. And I am American. And he tells Pullen, Pullman, I'm sorry, I'm jumping around here. J- uh, Bridget Fonda is talking to Bill Pullman about like skipping stones. Yeah, there's some bullshit conversation about skipping and stones. Her and her recent heartbreak. Yeah, because uh, the water's so still. We've talked about like the water being still and. Well, you can get six stones. You skip six, uh, six skips on this. This yeah. is supposed to be their growing romance, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's what is. they're trying to do here. She's kind of in it. And knows. Bill Pullman's like, I don't give a shit about any of this, yeah. really. Yeah, he just kind of says, like, I get it. Good night. Nah. I don't care. And I really don't feel any sexual tension between the two of them. No. It, no, he could, he seems completely asexual. In really, movie, he actually. does. He really is just like, I and could. Because that's, that's not the intention here. Yeah. And he really does not seem very what, interested in her. You could assume that maybe uh, Crocodile bit off his balls before. And that's why he <laughs> he just has no there sexual interest in anybody. That, that would have been better. But then he would have had more of a vendetta against the croc. Yeah, that gives that him something been, to go for. Yeah. Instead, he's just like, I don't really care that much. <laughs> So Gleason goes out in his boxer briefs to piss in the middle of the night, and he sees Oliver Platt laying a spring trap, and then uh, they bicker because it's like a jump scare. He comes yeah. out, they're like, "Ah, what are you doing? What are you doing out here?" And he's uh, and Oliver Platt really doesn't like guns because uh, he points his gun at him. He's like, "He's waving his little wang around, scaring the shit out of me." And uh, Fonda tells them that uh, Platt believes Crocs are divine conduits. Yeah. And I go, what? What the fuck? And Why? so far, I haven't, let me my notes, no Croc! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the lake. Now we're just assuming at this point. They're all assuming. We've not yeah, seen anything. How, wouldn't that be a great twist if it was a shark? Oh, we go there in the go. lake, we go deep blue sea. It's a <laughs> yes. shark that can, that can live in uh, what fresh Jaws water. What if Jaws had a Croc? Oh, shit. I'm just saying. Look, a crocodile has a jaw. That's all. <laughs> So on the lake, they look for a croc now. And uh, they're scuba diving. There's a big scuba diving scene yeah. with uh, Bill Pullman and Hector. They put on their, their wetsuits mm-hmm. and they go in. And Fonda tells Gleason that, uh, once again, like I said, this she's telling Gleason about Platt. Yeah. And she says that Platt sees the eyes of, dr- of dragons and crocodiles. And this is all just bullshit but yeah. why don't just they just have time. him say that exactly. like this is how i feel and it would give us more of an explanation mm. of this character and maybe more make him make more sense or us I like him i don't know it's like david e kelly was just like i have all these things i want to say about crocodiles and his opinion on crocodiles and he just put them in the mouths of whoever was free during that scene is right that, to make him or, elusive or something yeah if you want to make your character like legendary too or mythic have a beautiful woman build him up to somebody else like yeah. while they're off being cool like that's like a fucking device that yeah. david e kelly's doing it's i get it i am on to you you fuck so under <laughs> underwater they find a tail and they chase it, but it's an elusive tail. Uh. And they surface. And as the weird guy from uh, Deadpool, the the guy who keeps making uh, ra- uh, child rapist jokes, who he recruits yeah. for the cancer <laughs> treatment, <laughs> uh, pulls up the anchor, he gets his head bitten off. Yep. Oh it's, yeah, it's so a, he's the red shirt in the scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's I exactly recently it. learned that phrase. Are, is Star Trek your friends? 
Did you just get into no, Star? Oh, I okay. Ne- like I found this out through like. I didn't Game understand the phrasing of that question. My no. friends is her no, Star. The Big Bang Theory oh. is uh, oh, my friends actually. Okay. So I do understand oh, Star Trek a lot more now. Okay. And um, I was like, oh, this guy's the red shirt. There it is. Like I mm-hmm. love this phrase, and now I understand it. Have you? This is all, uh, slightly off. Have you seen the video of Jonathan Frakes asking questions that's going around? No. When he hosted Beyond Belief Factor yeah. Fiction on Fox, you ever watched that yes. show? That was a he, great show. Yeah, every that. episode he would start with a weird question that was like had to do with the episodes. Like, you ever have the desire to write your initials in wet cement? <laughs> and like, you ever go wandering under the clear blue sky? And someone edited all of those questions <laughs> together, <laughs> and it's so good. So I'm sorry, I digress. I'm. It's cool you're into Star Trek. Uh I, I kind of got into the last couple of years, and I'm a big fan. And uh, she just she I've just understands more. what red shirt is. But I <laughs> I have s- more of an interest. Yeah, yeah. there it is. <laughs> um, I do like the way that like to get back to the actual scene here. How to me like again? I don't know if it was supposed to be played for last, but the way that that croc just goes <laughs> like just yep. chomps off the head like it's, nothing. This it's is really um, just mostly water, is what you see, and yeah. there's like a shadowy sort of figure. The way this is handled is pretty well. It's very inexpensive they just splash water and they have a dummy and once the water clears it's a headless dummy that's revealed yeah and then before that they just kind of cut edit however you want but i'm pretty sure this is like a hundred percent practical just a dummy and water Mm -hmm. and i kind of dig that about it this is the i read this is a cheap movie like for a movie with a cg croc it's pretty cheap yeah hector tells gleason a uh, david e kelly e story about a dream (laughs) where he was headless yeah and uh (laughs) You remember this? Like he's just, uh, yeah. well, he's just. What was the funny part? He's just glad that his parents noticed him or something, or like, like, like that's the sardonic the, yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that was something like that because it was like a soccer game. His yeah. head kicked around. It's soccer. And game. I'm just his glad that. I, yeah, and I'm just glad that my head scored the goal or something yeah, like something that. Like and Gleason's like, friends. I don't think we should talk anymore. I don't think we should look at each other. <laughs> I think you are a mental Mr. Potter, with his mad eye. And, uh, and I can't you, unsee Mad Eye Moody and anything he's yeah. ever in. Like I just see it, <laughs> even though he has two normal eyes. I'm like, well, there he is. There's Mad Eye Moody. He's Mad Eye Moody, and uh, he gets caught. Mad Eye gets caught in a trap here, and he wants to attack Platt until a, a bear shows. An actual bear, an actual yeah. fucking bear, shows up in this movie, and then the bears. This is kind of cool. The bear is immediately eaten by the croc. Yeah, what it does it shows you the stakes. And it, it it's a good yeah. reveal. See, now that's yeah. like a deep blue sea. Like that fucking yeah. croc comes yeah. out and just <laughs> grabs the shark. That bear. Yeah, uh, deep as, but it doesn't have a cool song like deep as blue. No, as it does like a <laughs> shark does it. it does need. We need more of a rap at the end of this, but <laughs> with Brendan Gleeson rapping. <laughs> sarcasm, sarcasm. Lake is black. <laughs> Blacker than your humor and your sarcasm. So he's in a Indo. He's we find out the crocodile's in Indo Pacific per the intranet. And he's 30 feet long. Yeah, we get this yeah. explanation about where this croc comes from, and like we don't really need it because mm. later on we see that. I wanted to know. But, well, yeah, but <laughs> at the same time, you could have. I want to know how long this croc We is. don't need this explanation about how, the, oh, they're usually from Asia Pacific, yeah, and right. then they he migrated all the way over here. Whereas you have. Betty White feeding this thing. Yeah. So she could have just like she found a croc. She started feeding it fucking flesh and like it, it, right. You know, like that's all the explanation you, you really don't. Yeah, need you don't really it. need to know why. 
where like the origin oh but it's an it's asian not that, it's oh, not that God, oh shit indo-pacific i didn't know that they were dealing with an indo-pacific well right. now Crocodile. you know that's for the paleontologists right. so this is yes, a game yes, changer yes, yes, yes. Oh. a change to the game such that the game can never be played the same again <laughs> it must be from the cretaceous period emily it must be from indo-pacific oh so platt platt tells well, i want to just go home <laughs> so platt tells gleason's the the croc is a miracle of nature, so do not shoot it, do not destroy this thing. And now we have a conflict within the camp, and that's something that I it's something. Platt invites him to uh, take his best shot, and he does. Gleason like decks him in the, yeah. the face. That's a pretty down. funny. Because like his reaction after that actually like made me laugh <laughs> like out loud, funny like <laughs> for a movie that would be otherwise really fucking bland. Uh, Oliver Platt does add some seasoning. He, really he does. does. He, he does. He, he, he does have this. moments. Because Bill Pullman ain't gonna do that shit in this. No, no, no. there's zero, zero comedy. You're gonna make me him. look stupid in this scene, aren't Was, you, yeah. Wizowski? I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so Pullman, I'll take. I'll take the punch in the face. You're supposed to say go in karate. <laughs> You're supposed to say go in karate. That's a pretty good plan. Go. Uh, Pullman's in Fonda's tent, getting stitched up for some reason, as if he got. Rough. When did he get roughed up? Was this like the scuba scene or something? I don't even remember. Yeah, I just read for the some end of the movie, reason. Like the the last half of the movie, I feel like just like unfolds yeah. and it's like once you give us a rough. little, once you give us a taste of croc, I'm just like, where's the croc? Right, like, exactly. Bring on the croc. Yep. You're right. He's getting all stitched up for some reason. It gets really flirty. They almost hook up, but the fact that they are like oil and fucking water, they don't. Yeah, they yeah. And I write, I hate this movie. Right <laughs> here. This is the part where I write, I hate this. We needed movie. the gratuitous sex scene right there in this movie. That's, if it was going to happen, wrote, it probably would have been there. Yeah. yeah, maybe I would have liked it more i I hate this movie but gleason and platt you could just watch jackie brown if you want a little bit of bridget fonda getting uh, banged by robert de niro standing up in (laughs) a kitchen now that's sexy Uh, she's great in that movie have you watched that recently recently no but um i just remember him plowing her from behind (laughs) in that really bad that's not why it's great i actually have never seen that movie and now i feel like i have it's it's, the whole movie it's it's a funny non of not that offensive of a scene it's not like right um, you're not going to be seeing it's like consensual. De Niro chest or anything <laughs> like that, you know. Gleason and Platt they talk about Croc's uh, one big enemy, which is man, and he says the 27 foot t- 27 footer is the biggest one they ever killed on record, and uh, Platt doesn't know why it's there. Like they ask him, why is it here, and he's I don't know, I don't know. That's it, I don't know. But it's from Indo Pacific, so <laughs> if, if, if you guys need that piece of, it. also they mm-hmm. can't see well underwater. So mm-hmm. did I do my job? Can I go home now on my cool air <laughs> helicopter boat? And um, I think the only reason he stayed is to hook up with Natty. Uh, that's it. And he's just kind of just spinning he, his wheels. He yeah. did want to meet with her. Um, he's trying. He's walk- They're walking in the swamp now. It's like lakeside in the woods. And uh, Fonda has white shoes on. And uh, <laughs> they stop at uh, a log. Or she steps on a log and uh, a head flies at her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a snake pops out of the head's mouth. <laughs> really? It's just so, it's so it's excessive. Funny. And they see, uh, and this is where she's like, I, I keep getting hit with heads. And like, that's funny. Yeah. And for some reason, they, they, they see something in the distance. So they get out their old binocs and they see Betty White with a cow. And she's yeah. taking it to the lake. That's sweet old lady. And she feeds it to the croc. But if we've learned Twist. anything from Jurassic Park, it's that crocs don't want to be fed. Crocs want to hunt. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I maybe. assume the same rules apply <laughs> maybe it's to a mutant crocodiles and fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex. Well, they are the dinosaurs of the modern day. Gleason confronts her, threatens to arrest on obstruction. I'll get you on obstruction. 
And she's a been word <laughs> I just learned. <laughs> she's been doing it's the first this. time I got to use it. Also, you're a mental. <laughs> I learned two words this week on my wor- my word a day calendar. American word. Uh, I mean, homeland word <laughs> calendar. So she's been apparently doing this for six years. And yeah. she says to Gleason, if I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. And, and I'm like, Gleason. best line. Like, like, we just let's whoa, just. I just put that in a in a clip of greatest lines delivered by the greatest people. I think Kelly had started with the line and reverse engineered a crocodile plot in Maine <laughs> <laughs> around this line. What I really want is for Betty White to tell someone to suck her dick. Yeah. If she had one. Then we'll build a movie. Around. What do you think about crocodiles? Can we do cro- Can we work crocodiles in there somehow? Maybe. Sure. She lives on a lake. Maybe. I mean, I would respect that if that was the course of action. I'd be like, yeah, that, it that almost, checks out. It almost makes you want to write a movie that way. Yeah. You want to just say, like, give me one joke and I'll reverse engineer a whole movie. All yeah. movies are ba- based on one joke. Well, everyone writes the title first and then they figure out what the movie is after that, right? Well, joke then title. Yeah. Yeah. Joke, then title, and then so plot. They had the dick suck line, and then they had the leg placid, and then they had the croc yeah. stuff. Yeah. So um, anyway, Gleason tells her uh, she should have reported all of this. She says it's the croc slake now. <laughs> Why does she love crocs? I write. I bet she has the shoes too. Nah. Uh, she has. <laughs> is her late husband in the croc? Like that's what I write. Is he like reincarnated in the crocodile? Didn't I he mean, just recently I mean, die, though? But like, no, he. Well, that's where she reveals that he was eaten, isn't it? I thought she revealed that he, earlier. What? Well, this was now they know that she has she has been feeding the crocodiles. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think the story was, and I think this is where she says it that like one of their I don't know if it was a cow or a horse or something got loose and yes, yes. and the husband goes to fetch it yeah. and the crocodile like gets confused and eats him. Because he wants to eat the cow or what, whatever happens, it was the, it was she an accident. The, the crocodile did not mean to eat her husband, but it happened. So naturally, she thought, "I'll just tell people I hit him with a skillet." Yeah, that's better than he was he drowned or was eaten uh, in the lake. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, um, I mean, look, they're clearly not going to go bother digging up the body anyway, so she could have said anything. Right. They're not going to investigate. Uh, but she's been protecting the alligator, or the croc, yeah, the croc. All along. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Not, not <laughs> Sorry, right? Come on. Use the correct terminology. Come on. She's been protecting him all along. Yeah. I think, well, I think it would have been more interesting if she believed her de- her late husband was in the crocodile and she had to feed it. <laughs> Look, we well, can write maybe. so many more interesting versions <laughs> of this movie. You're right, that that is the whole reasoning is like she I'm can't gonna, let go because her husband is the I'm crocodile. No, because then you're adding levity there. to this movie and yeah. I don't know that we really need that. Yeah. <laughs> levity? Well, I don't know. Or just a deeper meaning. Yeah. Platt's going in the water. His new honey begs him, uh, Natty begs yes. him. She says she even she even bribes him with sex to stay. She's like, "I'll have sex with you." I'll have sex she with says you. it. Oh, uh, no, no, it's all right. And it wasn't Which enough. Like, like, well, that probably like a line like that is going to make the actress like struggle to find a uh, find a role. There's right. A, I feel bad for Fonda in moments, and I feel bad for her there. Yeah, especially in that she's, line. Yeah, like, really, just like, stuck really in there. Like, she's quite reduced. This woman not given, not given much. And then Betty White's placed under house arrest. And you she, stay right here, which was what you're going to do anyway. Right? You're an old lady Missy. who doesn't have anywhere to go. He gets a report from... Don't you go out to that lake. <laughs> that, that lock. What do I have written here? That Platt's swimming. <laughs> yeah. Lock? Yeah. Don't go out to the lock. Go Lassie. <laughs> Don't go to the lock. You stay out to the lock. There's a crocodile out there. You stay in your home. Lost. Stay in your fucking home, Betty White. Dinner, Fash. Stay home. <laughs> 
<laughs> so they get the report that Platt's swimming. And Platt, who isn't fat, wades in the water. <laughs> Doggy paddles. He's not fat at all. And the croc emerges. And he pleads with the croc as his copter is like parked in the water because mm-hmm. it's one of those. And it's like, he's like, get it started. He says to his assistant, and he's like, get it, get it started, and then we'll get have it, sex. Get, get, right. <laughs> <laughs> then you can have sex. <laughs> then we'll really feel alive. <laughs> what if he said that? <laughs> then we'll have sex. Get it started. So raft. Then I would have laughed harder and I would have said, okay, we're yeah. going to do this. Comedy now. <laughs> yeah. So the raft is inflated as the. He inflates like an emergency raft, and that distracts the croc. To like kind yeah. of bite at the copter, croc. Mm-hmm. Well, the croc lunges at the raft because yeah. the raft kind of expands outward. And you know, like there's an opening in every helicopter where people get out from the side. It kind of sticks its big old croc nose through the the hole of the hel- that side hole of the helicopter. Yeah. It gets stuck there with its jaws. And um, Pullman's yelling at Platt. He runs off. His his feelings were hurt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tantrums away. Fonda goes after him. Tells him one on one he has a death wish and he's like what are you doing and he says he's not going back in the water he's like all right you win I'm not I'm not gonna do that again <laughs> so you know I'll just sit through the rest of this movie out basically yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much yeah you're right I'm good I, I got the good lines right also I don't kill you got the karate it. line do you, you can keep that line right <laughs> all right good yeah you got my anecdote about my dream with my head being kicked <laughs> around like soccer ball and I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that thing is uh, <laughs> wild. The most Dally McBeely <laughs> thing. Really. Uh, where's the baby in this dancing in the water? Yeah, that's this movie severely know. lacked Peter <laughs> yeah. McNichol too. Like, yeah. That's what dancing we needed. Baby. And that guy who's the guy from Talladega Nights. Yeah, the blonde the, guy, the, the villain nobody guy. knows his name. Um, oh yeah, and yeah. Jane Krakowski. Exactly what you're talking about. Also, they can't let him kill it. That croc, they can't do it. So he's gonna sit the rest of the movie out. But hey, but here's my please rule: please don't kill don't it. Don't kill it. Don't kill it. I'll see you later. <laughs> Maybe. So, no, I won't. Yeah. So Pullman tells him to pack up the camp. Pack it up. The authorities are coming. But who is there now? There were no authorities there before. No, he's like some them. wildlife yeah. authority. He's like, so I'm in charge down. of this forest right. so and one lake. Yeah. Like, who are the authorities above this ragtag team? F- FBI? <laughs> They're <laughs> escalating? Coming. What authorities are coming in? I don't know. Well, the, 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 uh, paleo, the museum has a, a, an extensive <laughs> yeah, SWAT yeah, team, yeah, the, team the, for the <laughs> any paleontologist. To the dinocopter. They can't trap anything over 30 feet, apparently. That's like a rule. And the croc is 30 feet. Exactly. I don't oh, know. Oh, weird. Pla- well, that uh, works. Restrictions. So Platt yeah. admits he's a fat, rich wacko, finally. He's like, you know, he has a humility there. Mm-hmm. And so he, he admits he's fat? Yeah, Ooh, a little bit. Twist. That's the twist of the listen, movie. Listen, guys, I'm also willing to admit that I am rich. So humility, okay? <laughs> so they lure him on land. They, they, the plan is they want to lure him on land and pump him full of drugs. That's what Hector, uh, that's his plan. Mm-hmm. And Fonda defends it because now she's just relegated to whatever Hector says he gets. She does. That's it. Bitch, bitch, bitch for like the first 20 right. minutes. And then, hey, Hector, I'm going to support you. Her story arc is yeah. Just yeah. gone. And then Bill Pullman says. I mean, she found the tooth. She looked at the tooth. She was done. over. Yeah, you're right. You know <laughs> she what? Made it into a necklace. That's really sad because <laughs> that is the truth. Did she make it? That'd be, she should have made it a necklace. Or just carried it around in her pocket like Alan yeah, Grant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have had a croc whistle like in three, Jurassic Park three. Yeah, the, the larynx of a fucking, <laughs> of a crocodile. You could just the croc mimic out. the sounds that they make. Mm-hmm. So Bill Pullman's like, how are we going to lure him? 
<laughs> now he's like a just a cowboy. Yeah, we go. Kind of is, so. <laughs> could see him as a cowboy. Pilgrim. He'd be in like, northern Maine. Yeah, that fishing game. Like I could see Bill Pullman northern playing northern. a cowboy, yeah. but I cannot see him doing a southern cowboy like Wild West this accent. This would be my so he'd just be himself. Voice. He wouldn't. He'd just be fucking sheriff. <laughs> Cut to Betty White saying that they're cocksuckers and that they're pulling a they're pulling a JP here. They're hanging a cow at Jurassic Park. They're hanging a cow on a tether from the copter. That's how mm-hmm. they're gonna lure him. Yeah. And uh, they get the the trank rifles ready. And Betty White taunts a cop because she's yeah. fucking has a like. Cause she wants got, to go to jail. She's got yeah. balls yeah. the size she's, of coconuts. She's like being house, but just like it's intimate. They're like on the lake. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're like a little bitch, and uh, fuck you, and I'm rooting for the crocodile. <laughs> yeah. Is that a crime? Because if it is, you should just take me away right now. She's like asking for she's it. She's like very anti-human. <laughs> yeah. I hate croc at I hate this point. My life. I can't take care of myself. Someone put me in jail so someone <laughs> could give me meals. I wish I had scales. All of my food goes to the croc. I think she wishes she was part croc. She does. Like she killer could, croc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe she's hoping croc. that's why she's feeding the croc, because then she'll be accepted into the croc tribe. Maybe yeah. we can mate one day, and I can have a crocodile baby. Shape of water ahead of its time. There that's you go. Exactly right. But what if Killer Croc was in this Suicide Squad? Yeah. Better movie, I think. Better movie than Suicide I Squad? Want, I uh, want B.E.T. You remember that? Yeah. The Killer Croc wants B.E.T. in that movie. So Croc's, uh, oh, the cow is like just kind of floating. It's kind of like dangles little mm-hmm. cow legs mm-hmm. in the water. And even then Kvan is like, her contribution is, he looks like a giant tea bag. And honestly, my, my the whole time <laughs> I'm watching this scene, I'm like, I don't know how much of this is real cow, how much of this is fake cow. And that's a real, and I'm like, she's I, taking me out of the fucking movie, no, man. No, I, I am questioning the humanity of essentially dipping a cow in the water like that, where I'm like, is that okay? It, but like, Well, you know, at the end, spoilers, the cow is fine because they make it a point to show that cow kind of just, without being herded by anybody or anything, just runs across the screen at the end. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine. He got it better than that goddamn twister cow. Yeah. That yeah. who knows where that did they show that thing land in the movie? I haven't seen it in years. But did they show that, that cow floating think so. around somewhere? Okay, I think I think it's just cow, and that's it. Just and that has done. also uh, Bill Pullman. <laughs> Twister. Yeah. That's not Bill Pullman. That's the other Bill. <laughs> I know. That is Bill Paxton. But you ever notice how they're not in the same room at the same time? Yes, they might be the same person. You one of them is right dead. There. True, but the oh. other one. I know. <laughs> it's sad. <Too> soon. <laughs> Sorry. But you know what? He would have given an equally great performance in this role as You're, Bill Pullman. Yeah, that's did. true. You ever go to the fucking, um, I guess it's at Universal Studios. You ever been to Universal Studios? Mm-hmm. They have the Twister feature. The like, It's not. It's an attraction. It's not a ride or anything oh, like I don't, that. I, that. I've you been there. It doesn't seem familiar. I've been on the Jaws ride. Yeah, I don't even know it's just a anymore. picture of a tornado. No, it's hard to go over everything else. Well, so. there's like this. It's like you learn about tornadoes as you're walking through, and then you get to like this basically like what looks like the barnyard like the front of a house okay. and like they simulate a tornado like blowing through there so you get okay. to feel like the wind and stuff it's kind of cool but they have this whole opening video by bill paxton where he like <laughs> could not sound less interested oh in my like, God. He's like tornadoes have been known to kill <laughs> 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 he does it 
An F5 tornado can take can wipe away an entire farm. That's pretty good. I'm getting paid to do this. He just doesn't care about it at all. That reminds me. I was in the movie, so I have to do this. I was kind of wondering, like, when they pay people to do like the the voices for rides, like, mm-hmm. do they want to do it, or is it just a contractual say, obligation? One time, I went to the Museum of Science and Industry. And it was an exhibit called The Movies, and it was all about movie making. And mm-hmm. we had to watch Orlando Bloom on the set of Kingdom of Heaven. Go, hi guys, welcome to the Museum of Science and Industry. <laughs> it's really exciting to watch the production process of these movies. But like, he was into it. Your yeah. guys, Paxton doesn't sound like. Tornadoes happen when there's a lot of open space, and you know, I don't know. A lot of bullshit goes on. You Why do you Apollo guys want to feel a tornado anyway? There's a lot of wind. You could get hurt. Watch I'm frailty. sure that doesn't exist anymore. You got there's me, no Joe. Game over, man. So the croc shows. The plan works, but as the cow, uh, they they back the cow up. The, the it's like there's like a bad like how what happens like there's like bad physics that have to go with like the cow so what happens throws off the balance no 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 yeah. what the happens helicopter. is they they lift the cow and mm-hmm. the croc jumps up and bites onto the cow yeah but somehow doesn't injure the cow at all and like when they when he lets go mm-hmm. like it flings the helicopter up yeah. more because there's more so uh, like a little rubber band yeah, yeah he can't accommodate for the drag of the cow being pulled down that myth we're probably thinking probably way too much already yeah i think it would be plausible i think it's completely Jamie. plausible and i mean how heavy is the croc uh well Did they it's 30 feet that? it's indo-pacific i don't know if they if they put a weight on it um i would have to say two tons <laughs> so i just sounds about right that checks out like four thousand elephant pounds. yeah roughly yeah. an elephant so the croc shows the plan. Yeah, yeah. Fall. The cro- the chopper falls in the water. The pilot goes, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> and then they just have this um, Gleason. Okay, yeah. they made they really stylize this. They do like this push in on him, and he's got his gun, and he's the one now who says the sarcastic comment. Did you guys catch this? Yeah, he actually. He goes, well, how could you not? Because it's so late on. Thick. <laughs> yeah, thick. He says. I just have this feeling that everything's totally safe. <laughs> and then, like, he shoots his gun. It's the worst He's sarcastic He's been waiting to line. shoot this gun the whole movie, too, because he shows us the gun yeah. in that checkoff moment in the first act. He shows uh, her the gun, and he's like, and oh, like, I can't remember the name. It's like some kind of special rifle. I probably wrote it down somewhere. But it's like the special rifle, and he shows it to her, and you're mm-hmm. like, eh? Oh, I better see that. I better see that in the third act. Don't forget it's about- It's an American rifle. Don't forget yes, about- I think, it, I think he did say that. Don't forget about Chekhov. Chekhov sarcasm. Chekhov sarcasm. You're Chekhov sarcastic. Yeah. If you, it's where you display your sarcasm early and then bring it back later when I'm not expecting it. Exactly. Chekhov sarcastic. Classic callback. So he, it's the worst sarcastic line you could say. I think. Yeah. Uh, it's like a, it's a man it's who doesn't awkwardly. It's a man phrased. who knows how to read sarcasm, but he can't speak it himself. Right. Here's what I would have liked throughout the movie: just a little scene every now and then with him alone in the bathroom. He looks around. And he, he like practices in his mirror sarcastic lines. Oh, that looks really good. <laughs> not there yet, but someday I'll be able to bring it out. I don't know if they'll know if it's sarcastic or not. So the crack shows. Guns go off. His tail hits. Fonda knocks her into the water. <laughs> Platt tells her to swim to her to him, and he, mind you, he's not on the shore. He's in the water. It's a terrible fucking idea. Yeah. Swim to me in the middle of the water, <laughs> and Fonda's like, okay. And she hides behind a log underwater, and it's like, like 
it's really weird because she's literally hiding just behind an obstructure of the crux. Like, whoop! He <laughs> just like goes right because <laughs> he her. can't see well in the water, and uh, her foot's caught. And now that she almost drowns, and the croc reappears. He bites. She's free just in the nick of time. Swims. It's a crazy sequence. It's, swims the surface. I, I'm, I get really sick and tired of people whose feet get stuck in stuff underwater because, like. Mm. You know, you're like kind of like waiting with your feet. Like you're not like right. you have to like move your arms and your feet a little right. bit, even if you're trying not to kick because of the crocodile. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna get your foot. Your your weight isn't gonna be planted down enough to where you're like, oh no, I'm wedged. <laughs> yeah. I don't buy it. I think that myth is busted. <laughs> that myth is busted. Well, yeah. If you were in the water, then you just pull your fucking foot out. That's right. <laughs> Let's check in with Tori. Uh, he bites. She's free. Swims to the surface. Uh, Croc shoves his head through the chopper. Fonda and Platt get away. Platt says he's trapped. Yeah, but he's, don't kill him. He's stuck. Like, like the helicopter acts as a muzzle for the whole. Yeah, that's the, whole yeah. Croc yeah, yeah, that's the moment I was referring to earlier. Croc's drugs start to kick in, though. They shoot him up with all the trank darts, and mm-hmm. uh, Gleason wants to shoot him with his big American rifle. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pullman grabs the rifle, and uh, and it's like as if they were predicting people. Being like, you can't shoot a crocodile with a dart. They're like, you got to shoot him in the throat or in the belly because you can't pierce his skin with the dart. You think it's a real gun. That's the twist. But it's a trank. It's like a heavy-duty trank gun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's humane. They're arguing, like, should should I, shouldn't I? Should I shoot Mm -hmm. it? Should I not? And Zombieland taught us you always do the double tap. So that's that's exactly what (laughs) uh, he does there. He does a double tap. Listen to Zombieland. We did that one. And then there's, here's the dumbest part of the movie, and I feel like a big waste of the CG budget. They could have just used this, allocated it elsewhere. This second crock here. Fucking wasted This was the one thing of the movie where I was like, fuck you, movie. That's completely unnecessary. Here's where it would have worked, I think. If you would have pushed it to the middle of the movie. Yeah. Instead of the right. very fucking end where it doesn't matter if there's right. two crocs. Right. we're at the finish line. Yeah, there literally makes no difference at all. Yeah, yeah. there's like five minutes left and, and it's, it's in a second croc. It's the daddy, I guess. There's the mommy and there's the daddy because there's babies on the way. Spoiler. And then the, the injures Platt, the new one, because he comes out of nowhere and Gleason shoots him. And this time, I think it's a real gun. That he uses. And he uses the ri- the, the American oh, rifle. The American okay, so, rifle. So that big-ass gun that was that was a trank, and then he's got this, uh, this big-ass actual gun. And yeah, and he shoots something that explodes, and like that kind of like blows up the yeah. croc pretty much. It really happens so fast; yeah. you barely see anything. It's some like ca- some you barely have a something. second to even process that it is like what is happening. We got a second crocodile. Like, there it goes. Bam. It's gone. Exactly. <laughs> really, it, <laughs> don't worry it's about like it, guys. maybe maybe a minute. I know of yeah. screen time that it's, happens. I think uh, Two Face got more uh, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. exposure in <laughs> Dark Knight than yeah. this second croc here. Um, <laughs> The cow was fine, by the way. By the BT dubs, cow is okay. Because we do see the, the cow walk at the end. And Platt gets taken away in an ambulance because he was injured in the process. And then Fonda kisses Gleason on the cheek and goes, oh, that's very nice. That's nothing sarcastic about that. Oh, and, uh, you're being romantic sarcastic. <laughs> but then she has one, in, uh, she has a sarcastic comment in her back pocket that she's saving for uh, Pullman, who's kind of off, like, is kind of... Well, guess I'll go home and eat my TV dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And um, she like, she's like, hey, hey, what are you doing? It's like, uh, I'm gonna go eat my TV dinner. (laughs) It's like, I guess this is it then. Yeah, this is it. See you later. Yeah. (laughs) And like they go, they go their separate ways. But he gets in his truck. He's like, well, no. He's like, do you want to ride with me in my truck? And then. 
the the deputy uh, Natty Gans like, oh, I already loaded the truck. It's full. Mm. There's no room in the front well, seat. There's no right. room in the front seat for her. So in your pickup it. truck, yeah. you can't move a couple nope, things to the flatbed. <laughs> that was the explanation. You're gonna have to walk. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Fonda shows up and she's like, she kind of pops her head in the window and she's like, hey, man. There's nobody. Don't, don't fucking Hicks in Maine ever make the first move. Yeah. Don't you disgusting rubes in Maine ever make the first move? And this is when he says, well, maybe with a few beers because I'm gay. And then they go. And he wow. moves He moves his stuff in the front of the truck. It's very important. The <laughs> stuff that couldn't be moved <laughs> now can be moved to make room for her to climb in. He's, and they go get beers or something. With, at a, some few, with a few beers. He's, maybe he's just very socially she, anxious. Well, no. Because, because, you know, that's just fair. But maybe he's just, I'm not into women, okay? He has to have a couple of drinks to work up the nerve to tell her the story about how the crocodile bit his balls off. Yeah. Like, well, Let you're me, barking up the wrong tree. Let me move this stuff for you and I'll they tell never you the kiss. tale. No, they don't. There is no love there that they, I feel. They, they, there's forced. no chemistry whatsoever. I would love to hear like now a retrospect from either or of those actors saying what would the deal was between those two. Or maybe wasn't. they hated each other. Yeah, yeah. that's what, maybe. Um, and I wonder who hated who more is the other question. Like, who's the one who was like, you started this? Not me. <laughs> I assume it's Bridget. <laughs> You're I saying assume, Pullman. <laughs> I assume it's Bridget Fonda who started yeah, it. In your Pullman impression. Uh, so anyway, Betty White twist. We cue like some reggae music. And it's like, you know, lighthearted. Yeah, it is. And uh, she's at the end of her dock on her property. And she's throwing some uh, chicken bits, like raw chicken into the, like, the water, I think. And then we see these little baby crocs. And she's like, oh cute little crocs grow big and strong yeah, don't and chew on mommy's toes yeah or no she encourages she's like go oh, ahead nib- yeah <laughs> like what are you doing lady she's like she wants she, to die maybe or if go she to gets jail. bit by the baby croc then that will start the transformation she'll become a croc <laughs> i don't know the plot line of lake placid too but mm. that could be it i think the i don't think david e kelly wrote lake placid but I think the same director did like Placid too, well, and it wasn't straight. It was straight to, to video, yeah, so we so, can't yeah. do it for this. But oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to. But <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to see it. This yeah. I never have. TV movie in 2007. It's also under 90 minutes, though. Unfortunately, 2007. That's yeah, so much that's later. Fucked up. Like, what was this? 99. 99. Yeah. And uh, eight years later, yeah, let's let's fucking dust yeah. off Lake Placid and uh, no, do another was, one of those. It was not the same director. Oh, okay. Director David Flores, who my uh, bad. has yeah, done my a bad. lot of looks like a lot of bad TV movies <laughs> here. They have their merit. Well, yeah, they do. Um, so yeah, that's that's Lake Placid. That's, yeah, that's. I didn't that's hate it. it. I did not hate it. I will admit, I I was able to sit through and watch the whole thing in one sitting. <laughs> I had minor laughs throughout. Yeah. Steve to, Minor. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a shame because I remember liking it so much more when I was a ten year old kid, <laughs> yeah. and that's when you watch like the retrospective of being an adult, and you're just like, yeah. oh, that, is, that, that movie sucks. That's what happens right. more often on this show is you're like, oh yeah. wait, I loved that as a kid. I mean, it, I know why I did as a kid. <laughs> and then but... there's and then there's times where you expect, oh, I'm gonna hate this, and you're like, no, this was actually really good. Mm-hmm. And I I did not expect to like this movie. I thought it was gonna be cheesy. Maybe and late, I just but have I, bad uh, associative yeah. memories of uh, being ha- my hand being dunked in water while I was sleeping at the hotel sleepover. Yeah, yeah that's, that's tied cool. to this movie. Yeah, and it's really Fuck just ooh. my. You thing know what? That I need it's to triggering. Get over. For don't, you. Yeah. Don't if you're having a sleepover, don't do any of those fucking stupid sleepover I don't pranks. Think they do it anymore? It's, it's bullshit. <laughs> I haven't had a sleepover in a while. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I actually wouldn't know, but I'll bet I don't you. Know if they I'll, do bet. That I'll tell you anymore. what. When when Jack and and eventually Ben get old enough to have sleepovers, I'm gonna be like, if you try to pull that shit in, in my house, 
Yeah. You're going to be sleeping in the yard. And I'm going to tell that to all of his friends. Oh, shit. Ooh. Jared's going to be laying down the wall. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's a mean dad. <laughs> Just when it comes to sleepover pranks. Now let's all watch yeah, Lake Placid together. <laughs> yeah. You're going to like this movie, kids. You really are. You're going to like it. That's old shit. You're, uh, his voice you're gonna like it. You're going to like this, guys. You're going to like this, guys. You sound like Obama. Like, well, uh, let me oh, be clear. Nope. You're going to like this. Listen. You're going to like this movie. <laughs> I like it a lot. I think you're gonna like it as well. But Lake, yeah, that's Lake Placid at 82 Placid. minutes. For me, did not more like Lake Flaccid. Oh, someone had to say it. It had to. <laughs> did, did they have to? Yeah. <laughs> you're all thinking it. Fucking yeah. This table. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So yeah, what we'd like to do is at the end. How long did it feel for you? Now, with this being a movie you we liked as a kid, yeah. and yep. a movie that you did not like so much as an adult. How long did it feel for you? Did it feel like significantly longer? Because for me, I it like this longer. was a, this was a breeze actually. This was I thought lot. it felt I thought it felt longer, especially towards the end. I was kind of like, let's get on with it. Yeah, yeah. truthfully, because I think like in the beginning you're like, oh, this is great, and then towards the end I was just like, okay, we're, I'm done. Yeah, I think it, it, I felt it's a longer. crock. We get it. It's a crock. I mean, it, show us the crock. Like yep. with these kind of movies, they really can't be much longer than an hour and a half. Like right? who can sit through two hours of this sort of movie? But it was, yeah. uh, it was. It was long enough. I think it was probably the right, right amount. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what your deal is. You must have been a really good mood. Cause I guess I must have. It was, <laughs> I hated this. I paused it like no joke, like uh, ten times. And, that, and it was a struggle. To it's finish. so funny to me that you do that because pause like, it. Yeah, like the most I'll do is like split a movie in half, but yeah. it's rare that I will unless it's really bad. It's like, I'll uh, pause it like you stub your toe and you have to walk it off around yeah. the room. You gotta rip the mandate off. Uh, I think you think just one yeah. viewing. Yeah. All right. Well. But that is it for this week. Uh, thank you for joining us for your first episode, Madeline, and you oh, will return. You. Is there anything that you have or would like to plug? It's okay if you don't. I just I didn't ask ahead of time. I, yeah, I didn't have anything okay. prepared, but That's fine. I will come That's up fine. with it. <laughs> None of us are doing anything. We're all good. This is this is all we're doing. I'm just living life. Doing this summer. Uh, and don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at ninety under ninety. You can send us questions, comments, complaints, and concerns at ninety under ninety at gmail dot com. Concerns, concerns. I'm concerned, you but guys. The... If you don't have knowledge of Indo Pacific crocodiles, <laughs> how can you speak on the subject? <laughs> I would love that. That is it for this week. I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. I'm Madeline Matsey. That's a wrap. <laughs>